bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. It is the bottom line. You've got us on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Thank you for joining us here on a Monday edition. Clint Scott, Chris Need, Ben Porman behind the glass. we got more ALCS baseball, both stations uh, between here and Double T97.3. You can hear the Astros call right here on 100.7 The Score. You can hear the Rangers call over on Double T97.3. Can you take me higher? That's what uh, they were singing, at least in the locker room. Down in the dugout. Last night in game one is the Rangers win it two to nothing. How about Mr. Jordan Montgomery? What a game he had. Uh, we are live from the first United Bank studio. You can reach us in two different ways. You can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973. Or you can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions. Uh, if you need to just throw anger at the wall, totally understand. Do it there. We'll uh, We'll get it out. Feels good to get it out. Right? It's like a good yell session by yourself. Take us anywhere with the mobile apps brought to you by Happy State Bank. Shout out to our AM950 listeners, also streaming live on Fox 34 News Now and on YouTube. <clears throat> Ayo, Sneeder. What's up? What is up? What it do, y'all? Oh, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> ha, ha, ha. Hop on the red bandwagon, y'all. I'm driving that bus. First stop, Houston. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. That uh, CDL coming in handy. Mm-hmm. The Rangers CDL. Mm-hmm. ALCS Making CDL. all the stops. We made the stop in Tampa. We made the stop in Baltimore. Now we're going to let them off in Houston town. Woo-hoo! Come on, ride that train. So, obviously, you, you've got a, you got a long ways to go yeah, in I the know. series. But I, I thought it was, to me, I thought it was more important uh, that the Rangers get game one than what it could have been for Houston. Because I'm still yeah. in the camp that the longer that this series goes, I'm more likely to think Houston will walk away with the series win and go to the World yeah. Series. But if it ends in four or five, it means the Rangers stayed hot. Yep, that's um, the, that's the thing. And you know, because with this this series is is it uh, is it two three two? Is mm-hmm, how it goes. Mm-hmm. So at, at at the way it goes, I mean, you may not have to go back to Houston. I yeah. mean, you you did all you have to do as a Ranger. You may not have to go back to Houston. Good chance it could happen. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, hey, you just had to get one game down there. And you're you're playing against a team that went 40 and 43 at home. Mm-hmm. I mean. So and now you look at tonight's matchup. Yeah. Valdi versus Valdez. Yeah. Um. Uh, I was just looking at my schedule. <laughs> and as it happens, I'm going to be in Dallas on Thursday. 
You got to get got to get the rover called, service. That's called good timing. Got to get the rover service before I go off to my game mm-hmm. somewhere in the southeast on Friday. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that I go get myself a ducket and 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 roll myself into that game on Thursday. I mean, what else am I going to do? Yeah. Uh. That sounds like a good plan. I think, I'm, I think, I think I'm, that should happen. I'm feeling, I mean, I'm that. thinking I might do that. That that could happen. Well, how many home year. games have you been to this year? Two. What's your record? Two. And oh. There you go. There's the secret. You can sing, you can be Captain Creteru in person if it plays out right. If I'm the storyline goes if the, the way, Rangers go to the World Series. Oh, man. I might, I might. Download me some Creed. I mean, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna be looking over like at the stoplight, and Creed's gonna be there. I tell you, long this. wig. He's no. got like the shirt open, the long white button up shirt, just arms out, air conditioner flowing we like the music video. Open. Oh my goodness! Is that right? Is that one of those songs? <laughs> yeah, I tell That's you perfect. what. I tell you this. I'll make a promise right here. The Rangers go to the World Series. I will sing Creed karaoke. I will get some Creed and karaoke. I will. I will. I will hit it. I will do it. Creed karaoke. I think it should be if they if they go to the World Series, if and win it, you get one and win it. If they win it, it should be a night where like all you do like three all or four Creed. and all, all Creed. Like man, this guy just keeps on coming. I love Creed. <laughs> I'll do some Creed. And, and if they happen to be like, oh, are you a Rangers fan? You uh, no, I just really, really, like, I I just really, really like, like I really like Creed. Oh, is that a hockey team? <laughs> No, it's a dog. <laughs> uh, we got this uh, on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. I blame Clint. That's all right. I'll take it. For what? You can blame me. The Rangers winning? No, for the uh, Red, Red Raider football uh, loss. We're not talking about it. that right now. I'll we're take talking it. about the Rangers. No one's going to break in my stride, man. <laughs> Ain't no one going to hold me down. Oh, no. I got to keep on moving, man. <laughs> uh, this on the chat line. Go back to Kansas. You're bad luck here. What? Uh, this. Why well, are we? Wait a second. Why are we blaming Clint? It's all right. They can if they want to because I'm from Kansas. I mean, the bad, I mean, luck, if, the bad luck started before I got I, here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> no, this is this is totally not. Right, this, is, right. this is totally not Clint. I'll take it. I'll take it. You know what? No, I can, no, that's that's no, that's I'm a, that's wrongheaded I'm thinking. Strong. That, that's wrongheaded thinking right there. <laughs> it's not Clint's fault. This on the uh, chat line from Tennessee Raider. How about that one and O A L C S start? Pink Ranger Sneed. You damn Skippy. <laughs> uh, this on the chat line, Sneed. Do the Rangers pay Monty at the end of the season? He's free agent, isn't he? I think I think you got to get Montgomery. I think you got to keep Montgomery in the fold. So, you go back to whenever you first made that move, and he was the secondary piece to that. But yeah, I, I think I think I think everybody for the most part noted like, like it wasn't a a mute part of that move. It wasn't a silent part of that move. But it was like, oh, that's a that's a nice extra piece that you're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been. Out of this world, what it has meant for the yeah. Rangers, um, and, and he has been outstanding. He's been great in the postseason. Um, it, it's funny how sometimes the uh, 
the quieter moves make more noise when it comes down to it. And that's a great, this is a great example well, your, of it. Your two big splashes are on the shelf. And I, now you got Scherzer back. But I mean, think about this. So at some point next year, you're going to roll out a rotation that's got Scherzer, Montgomery, Uvalde, DeGrom, mm-hmm. and Dunning. Or John Gray, if you go six. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad rotation. If you can keep it all here. And not from a starting standpoint, because I think we've already clearly got that answer this year. What's going to happen with, like, Martin Perez? Is he just going to roll I, out of the fold You know there, what? Or? I think Martin Perez, you know, it's just been interesting. Where's he been in the postseason? Mm-hmm. He's not been around. I, I wonder if he's part of the future or not. He might not be around. Yeah. I bet I, – because I, right now it seems like he's a very – as much as he meant to your roster last year and good of a year as he had right now, just from a, a long point of view, it kind of seems movable. Yeah. At least that's what they're telling you right now. That's what the Rangers are telling us. It is the bottom line, 100.7, the score. Back with more next. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7, the score. It is the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. With Scott, Chris Need, Ben Porman behind the glass. Uh, 15 minutes. It is a secret word, a chance for you to win $10,000. Make sure to tune into that. Take it to 107thescore.com. And hopefully you will be our lucky local listener who walks away with $10,000. We'll also have Kaylee's Dailies. In 15 minutes, a play of the day in just a moment. You can keep hitting us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, thoughts, comments, questions, reactions, all of that. Welcome there. Asina, I'm I'm curious, change gears here just real quick. Monday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys. The National Football League. Um, The Chargers are an interesting case because everybody knows they're talented. They've had some issues of their own. They're two and two. Yeah. Um, they've got a, a great quarterback in Justin Herbert, but not a like overly consistent one. We all know the, the, the game that you're coming off of where it felt like a measuring stick type mm-hmm. of game. Mm-hmm. And you just got slaughtered. Mm-hmm. I mean, just punched around up and down by the 49ers. How much pressure do you think that there is on the Cowboys tonight to win on the road against a good team? A lot. There is a lot of pressure, and I'm telling you they're going to succumb to that pressure because they're going to get beat. Mm-hmm. I would I would probably say they're going to get beat double digits tonight. You also got to remember, Chargers are a team that always finds a way to lose games. Mm-hmm. And they're playing one that does the same. That's right. That's what I say. It's a similar feel, I, right? Because some but, of the things that you've said from – the AFC West about the Chargers, it's like copy and paste and put that towards what the Cowboys are. like. Because what mm-hmm. what have we said about the Chargers? Feels like there's a playoff cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of talent there. Uh, a good mobile quarterback, but sometimes he puts the ball in precarious positions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and right now, it, it seems like over the past few years, like you, you change an offensive coordinator, which, by the way, you're facing your old offensive mm-hmm. coordinator mm-hmm. Uh, across the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels like it can't can't win the big game. There, there's another one that has been said about the Chargers. That sounds like the Dallas Cowboys to me. I'm going to go 27-17 Chargers. Hmm. Hmm. 
I think the Chargers win this as well, but I think it's a little closer. I'm going to go 27-24 Chargers. Mm. I'm just not sure if they'll get it done on the road tonight. Hoping I'm wrong. <laughs> the Cowboys go in there just. I think, and, and here. Destroy here, them. Here's what I think is going to. I think it's 27-17. I think there's going to be a a non-traditional score in this game. In other words, defense or special teams for, mm-hmm. for San Diego. I mean, if it, what you've seen so far when the Cowboys have looked really good from, from their angle, you're going to need that from your defense at some point. Well, think but about tonight, the games the uh, games where the Cowboys have dominated. Mm-hmm. What's happened in those games? Scooping scores, mm-hmm. pick sixes, uh, special teams touchdowns. When those things don't happen for the Cowboys, what happens? L time. So if you're looking for like your positive from a matchup standpoint, I mean, they're much better in the air mm-hmm. than they are on the ground, but with it, Justin Herbert, and this is something I'm not sure if this will ever get worked out. He's not the only quarterback like this. He holds on to the ball a bunch. He gets sacked a lot, takes a lot of hits. It's part of why he's been beat up so far in his career a lot because he does tries to do that like I'm going to extend every single play. So if I'm like a Micah Parsons or if I'm anybody on the pass rush, you're going to have to have a big game tonight, but I think you'll have the opportunity to do that. And I'm going to say this. We, we tend, the Cowboys have been bad a couple of times this year. And we as fans tend to just bag Dak Prescott. We we just bag on Dak Prescott. And my question is this. Why is Tony Pollard getting left off the hook here? Mm-hmm. I mean, you basically cut Zeke Elliott, who was, was fairly – I think, you know – you cut him, mm-hmm. and you paid Tony Pollard relatively. You paid him, and that guy has disappeared. That guy is a friggin' ghost. That guy is, you know, that guy is. I mean, I I just I don't understand that. And, so, and why is the and, and by the way, this defense of the Cowboys that's great when you're playing the Jets, the Giants, or the Patriots. Outside of that. Those guys have been hammered garbage. Mm-hmm. Another thing about Pollard is that he's a pass protection liability. Now yeah. he's getting better, but he's still getting bodied on exactly those and rushes. Zeke, and Zeke, hey Zeke, for all his faults mm-hmm. and the fact that he, he he lost a step and he put the ball on the ground a couple of times, he was really good at pass pro. The reason that Tony Pollard doesn't get that to me, and I don't think should either. It, it is the contract talk because, yeah, you, you got him for a year, mm-hmm. but you didn't bottle up the rest of your team like you no. did with the contract through well, Zeke you, and like you did you with really Dak Prescott. You really couldn't because no, you're, hand, and, you're still handcuffed by, by the Zeke contract because he's still a cap hit. Even though he's gone, he's still a cap hit. And the the Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. I was having a conversation about this uh, yesterday. I said – Dak Prescott needs to take a look up at Kansas City and look at and look and see the way that that Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. did it. Patrick Mahomes got paid, mm-hmm. but he had a very very team-friendly contract that allows him and the team to renegotiate and it allows him to get paid for longer and and them to put but, p- players around him. Dak said, "No, no, no." I need mine. I need mine now. And he got his now. 
So you got your money, Dak, but you don't got anybody to throw it to. And that right there is why he gets bagged on, mm-hmm. and you sh- and I don't think you should bag on Tony Pollard because Tony Pollard, when he was at his best and last year, is because he was lightning to thunder, mm-hmm. and now it's Tony Pollard be the thunder and be the lightning and because you, that's how we have that. to pay. That's how we had to pay everybody. And so yeah, but I'm but I'm asking that question. It's like Tony Pollard is is he's completely off the hook of getting a pass. He is getting a pass, and yeah, you broke your leg at the end of the year, and and and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just I just don't like the idea that Tony Pollard is just getting to coast through all this. I mean, because it, yeah. it's not like he's been completely unproductive because he's averaging between the like receiving and rushing about ninety yards a game. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not the same it's, game it's breaker not, like it was no, last it wasn't. year. He, he and, tends and, he tends to keep he tends to be bottled up. He's not a game changer anymore. And I also wonder if if part of that is. I mean, it's not like he was catching people off guard towards the end of the season, but right now. With how the the offense is playing, you can really focus in on him, yeah, right? You really and, can. And, and it's it's a little bit seems like it's been a little bit easier to take him out of games. Yeah, it, this year. yeah absolutely. And, and that's what I would do. Hey, Dak Prescott, beat us, and, beat us and, through and the Dak air. Can't do it. Who's he gonna throw it to? Kevontae Turpin, Michael Gallup. I mean, outside of CD Lamb, which guy is a game breaker? Which guy's a game changer? Which guy's stretching the field? Okay, and, and even then, CD Lamb has Kevontae Turpin up. can, yeah. but. Uh, is he is he scaring anybody other than being really fast? Is he really scaring anybody? Maybe on a jet sweep, but mm-hmm. a straight flat pattern. Is that guy going to go over the middle? No, because he's because he's because he's one hundred and thirty six pounds. He didn't get broken in half. <laughs> you know, uh, you got rid of T Y Hilton, uh, and uh, I mean the rest of that that garbage garbage receiving course you have. Dak, congratulations. This is what you created. But I hope you're happy because you got your money. You got paid. Cost you, cost you your All Pro receiver. Let's get to the play of the day. Yeah, I I'm, the I'm, day. I'm, I'm working my way to a stinking rant right now, dude. <laughs> Pissing me off. <laughs> Two and one. Here's the pitch. Bregman swings. It's a high drive to deep left field. Going back is Carter. He's on the track. He's at the wall. He leaps and he makes the catch at the 366 sign. Altuve all the way down to second base. Returns to first. Another tremendous play by Evan Carter in front of the garage door in left field. Well, the Rangers are suggesting that Altuve did not retouch second base on his way back. And uh, this will be uh, sent back to New York for a review. Let's listen. After review, the call on the field's overturned. The runner is out on appeal. Texas will retain their challenge. How about that? Got to touch second. Got to touch it on the way back. Got to touch second. Uh, why? Why would you? The cheater wouldn't do that. Boy, maybe no one saw me do that. I'll just go back over to first. Best thing about that is he had that look on his face, like I know I didn't touch first a uh, second. Yeah, he didn't he argue look, at all. He, he they make it. the call, and it wasn't the like, how could you make that call? It was the. Uh, let's go uh, back I to know. the dugout and uh, walk over there. Yep. My buzzer didn't go off with my shoulder. We will have. <laughs> Touch second. Uh, we'll have game two of the ALCS tonight. Cheaters. Uh, three or this afternoon, excuse me. Three o'clock start time on Double T ninety seven three for the Rangers call and a three o five start time for the Astros call. Keep it right here on one hundred point seven. The score more the bottom line when we come back. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from one hundred point seven. The score. 
It is the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Clint Scott, Chris Need, Ben Porman. We're getting closer and closer to our $10,000 cash prize giveaway thanks to the Home Zone. A Home Zone! Making your house a home. Uh, how do you get in on this contest, you ask? Well, all you got to do is what you're doing right now. Listen to 100.7 The Score. We'll give away secret words at 1045, 1245, and 245. You take that secret word to 107thescore.com, enter it there, and you will be qualified and possibly will be the lucky, 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 lucky local listener. Your secret word, Monday, October 16th, 1245. Cyclones. Cyclones, as in the Cyclones took it to Cincinnati on Saturday. How about the uh, fighting Matt Campbell's 3-1 and one in Big 12 play? Time for Kaylee's Davis. Sinus infection. Hawk. I know my 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 bird is. Uh, <laughs> oh. mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Clint. Yes. Ben. Yes. Kaylee says she was working right during the solar eclipse hmm. when it reached its peak, and it definitely had an impact on the animals down there. At uh, Moody Gardens, so it got uh, it got much darker at its peak, and the birds started to become very vocal, and call out to each other to find each other. One of them sounded like us. Caca. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our fish also started to become stressed and find places to hide as they were afraid it was suddenly nighttime. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny that, that you not funny, but it, funny scary. Yeah. Uh, this made me very curious as to other how other animals are affected by eclipses. Researchers have found that solar eclipses tend to cause animals to suddenly believe the day has turned into night. I also thought that during the day. Just kidding. Uh, this often you, causes. So you started hiding. I gotta get I out gotta of here. I gotta go to bed. Oh! <laughs> Streetlights are on. My mom's gonna kill me. Yeah. Uh, this often causes stress on them because they have to shift their uh, to their nightly routine so they can sleep and stay safe from predators. I mean, like, do you have a nightly routine? Uh, not really. Yeah, you don't like you know. You don't like winning. Like, I I more have like uh, I have to be in bed. Yeah. By this time and starting to go to sleep, but it's not like uh, I don't really technically do the same thing every single night. Yeah. I'm not like a I have to read you know 15 minutes before I go to bed. Yeah. Or I used to have uh I used to uh, play words with friends. I used to say I had to complete all my words with friends games before I go to bed. Oh okay. And then you know. I started wondering why I was still wide awake because I was thinking of words in the middle of the night. <laughs> you know what? Like if I had, a, I guess, a de facto one, because yeah. it doesn't happen every single night, but the one I probably do the most is when I don't need to do is like my routine is lay down, pretend to go to sleep, and then like play on my phone for, uh, you know, okay. 20, 30 minutes. Ah, so uh, the animals, they go into their nightly routines and during eclipses. They're thinking of all these words. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, <laughs> I didn't play squawks with friends. Squawks with friends. Birds have been known to call out to their chicks to locate them and go silent to avoid detection. Caca. Uh, hippos often submerge underwater for what should be their nighttime ritual. 
But researchers have found that when the eclipse concludes, this would uh, often cause confusion for the animals who, because it was suddenly back to their daytime setting. And they would be not sure if it was actually daytime or nighttime. So the animals get all jacked up. Man. They, don't, they don't know. They're just like going, hey, sun's up, gun's up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> nighttime, fright time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get in the running car. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> so there you go. That but the eclipse that it jacks with the animals. That's I'm really kind of interesting. Chainsaws. <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> oh, there. There you go. The eclipse affecting animals. Yeah. For Kaylee's there. Thank you, Kaylee. Timely as always. Timely as she is nothing if always. not timely. Yeah, she's always thinking about it. Uh, this award winning. Award winning. This on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You can hit us up there as well. Montgomery is peak MLB pitcher slash dad bod. Yeah. That's a good point. Good yeah. point. I, I'm he's not, repping. Yeah. He's representing. I mean, he's repping the dad bods all over the place. This is good. You know. <laughs> hey, if I, had a, if I had a dad bod and could throw 93, 94 with a hammer hammer curve, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you weigh whatever you want, Duddy. That's got to that's gotta make you feel worse, though, right? Like, if you're if you're a batter... Going up there, and you know you're you're as jacked as jacked can be, and that guy's pumping stuff by you. I mean, that's demoralizing. Well, I mean, you have to remember Terry Forster used to get guys out too, and that guy was a oh, fat sure. goo. No, I'm not saying he's like the only example of that, but I like, wish it was different. <laughs> you know what? We do want you on our team, Jordan Montgomery. We do. <laughs> Amy, you don't know what it's like to be me. <laughs> oh, uh, it's like. Uh, Okay, all right. So I waited purposefully until this moment to say anything about the tech game. Uh, I'll say these two things right now, okay? One, that team does not know how to win. Two, that team does not know how to handle prosperity. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things that I, after after seven games, those are the two things that I know about that team. They do not know how to win, and they do not know how to handle prosperity. Because they they obviously thought they could go through the motions on Saturday and get that thing done. I don't know. I don't know what it is about this team. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. You can say, oh, it's the coaching. You can say, oh, it's the players. I mean, I don't care. You guys got the player. You you got you got the quarterback you wanted playing quarterback. You got you got the uh you got the whatever you want. So I, I, there's somebody in that locker room needs to to start holding others accountable. And, I, and it's not the coaches. So I mean I I don't know what to say. Now I'm that's all I'm going to say about that. I will say like it feels like the times this year where you've really been punched in the mouth, you tend to disappear when you need to punch back. That is exactly that is a fact. That is a fact. They uh, Kansas State came out and jumps out to a ten nothing lead, and it was it was as if. Our team said, oh, boy, it's not going to go the way we thought. So, oh, it's just. They had plenty of opportunities in that game. I mean, there's. The the problem with that game is until the fourth quarter, that game never felt like it was out of reach. Mm-hmm. And then you. Well, because it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. And, 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 but, and, and then you're coming off of where you have Jake Strong, who leads you on that. Now, the first drive, by the way, and this is. it's. I, I agree with that point. I don't think it's the by any, and I know you're not saying this. That's not the only reason. No, no. Uh, why you there's walked little, out with some losses and why you walked out of Kansas. Wrong. I mean, there. 
your offense has immediately and I and I get you can say well that's a freshman quarterback mm-hmm. it's it's not just mm-hmm. the freshman quarterback angle um it is just confusing to me of when you, and it's not even a total number for, for like Taj Brooks but when you choose to use them and when you don't and I get yeah. you're not going to bang your head against the wall if something's not working but mm-hmm. like even go to for me go to when you actually scored your first touchdown yeah. right and yeah you eventually Score it on a fourth and goal. Yeah. Where you push in Baron Morton, who's been nursing a shoulder injury. And so instead of giving it to Taj just once, just once, who's really good about breaking off mm-hmm. contact, right? Mm-hmm. And making positives out of negatives, mm-hmm. even if that's what you're worried about, why do we not let him touch the ball there? I agree. That is just beyond me. Don't disagree with you one bit. And and I know fans are mad. I'm mad too. I mean, yeah. everyone's mad. Everyone's angry. Everyone's kicking their dog right now. And, you know, parents have always told us, you don't have anything good to say? Don't say anything. It's Or what does Provo say? If you have anything good to say, don't say anything at all? Anything at all. I, I think situational approaches <laughs> have killed you this year. They yeah. have murdered you. Yeah. I am... Something has to change over there. Somebody needs to sack up and change something over there. Because right now what's happening is not working. Yeah. Figure it out. There's no doubt. No doubt. And and somebody in that locker room, we're in a uniform. One of you captains, figure it out. Quit acting like you're some kind of entitled bunch of uh figure it out. You got a talented team. You're all pointing fingers, looking at waiting for somebody else to do something. One of you guys do something. Someone make something happen. That'll do it for uh hour number one. Need have a good yeah, rest I'm all of fired up. I'm about to get in my car and go probably run over a pedestrian. <laughs> don't I need forget, to go. Don't I need, forget about the break. I need to go have me a sedative. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me back. I need one to go too. do some more laundry. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for the fastest growing game show in the world. Take versus take. I will never show my numbers. Do not ask for them. Just have to trust me. Like I'm any better there, Clint. Do what? Like I'm any better. <laughs> I'm probably one in 30-something <laughs> by now. Oh, I just meant uh, the numbers to prove that it's the fastest growing game show in the world. Uh, I also, though, to your point, don't want to look at my record the past few times out. It has been... Uh, well, it's been much like my start to blind projections. So looking to pick up some things. Got to start now. Right, Jamie? Right here, right now. Sure. Got to play take versus take more physically. Smarter. Yes. Load the box or Together. don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, all those things. <laughs> Jamie has the questions today. Ben and I are going head to head. Let's do this thing. Okay, question number one, Clint. What do you think is the most difficult call in sports for an official or an umpire? Mm. In all of sports, I think it's the charge. And they've had some rule changes of that, and it looks like they're, they're, they've done a little... And it feels like it's it's an evolving type call. But one, it's so bang-bang, uh, and... Athletes are even faster and quicker and take off from the court quicker. 
Uh, and on the same side can get set. And, and so trying to gauge of, okay, was he already there? Was he taken off? Uh, and then uh, you also have to play into the, was he selling it? Or did that guy really just truck him 10 feet to the baseline, even though he's seven foot 260 and that guard was 5'11", 135? Um, I think it's the charge because it feels like it's already a 50-50 call and it, it just feels like you never get it right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a really, really good answer, Clint. I agree. Probably the one scenario where instant replay is your savior, your benefit. So with my take, I'm going to go with the timing to call the proper holds in a football game. Because you can call holding every single play. And odds are, we've of what we've seen, they have called them in times that taken out a huge yard yards to gain sure or a touchdown even sure so so my take is the timing on when to call holds all right two two good answers i i agree with both of you i think both of you i think they're both 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 youths you two youths (laughs) but i i i think they're um they're really difficult for officials to call uh have you noticed that wide receivers now are getting smart and they're starting to flop yeah. meaning that they know they're not going to catch a ball, and so they'll either pull the defender into them mm-hmm. or they'll stop without really knowing they don't have a chance to catch it. So let's just let the guy run you over. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's pretty <laughs> smart. I can't stand it because I hate the flopping in the NBA or, yeah. or really any any basketball at any level. But uh, I'm going to give Clint the point because I think the char, I think those athletes are just so good. Yeah. It's just hard to tell. And especially when they're trying to to sell, I got fouled and all that. You have no idea. No idea. You know what, to your point, and I wouldn't last very long for numerous reasons as an offensive coordinator, but if I was an offensive coordinator, you'd be like, hey, if that cornerback has his back turned to you and it's man yes. coverage. Just stop. Just throw it short. Just throw it short because he's because the receiver's going to stop. He's yeah. going to get tackled. And it feels like you can see that play happening a thousand miles away now. Yep. Absolutely. In the one offensive coordinator. Hey, underthrow your receiver. You got it. Yep. All right, question number two. We'll go to you first. Use. Ben, what is something that people have done, either in front of you or you see them do it in, in front of you, that makes you the most uncomfortable? Something that people do in public that makes you uncomfortable. I'm just going to keep it real simple because I'm a simple guy. If I'm ever out at the pool or the beach and there's just Speedos on dudes everywhere, like it's a freaking nudist colony. <laughs> so where's they're, Speedos? They're, tr- they're treating it like a nudist colony, but yet it's a beach. I'm like, come on. <laughs> it's ugly, repulsive, and disgusting. <laughs> That's one slim decision away from sounding like the colony. I yeah, mean, it really is. It's an extra layer there, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I. Un- maybe it's more anger than it is uncomfortable, but it is uncomfortable if people are like, whether it's allergies, actually sick, or just a random hey uh, cough or sneeze. And I can think to a couple of times like this because I feel like where I always see it is whenever I'm in line at a grocery store 
And they're just, like, coughing and sneezing without even trying to cover it up. I think it's disgusting. And it's just like, can we... Can we at least pretend to, like, put your arm up? But the ones that are just open with it, like, ah, germs are going to be everywhere anyways. Who cares? <laughs> like, I've been... <laughs> can I... Is it too late to change aisles? Is that rude of me? <laughs> Person behind me, I'm going to need you to move because mm -hmm. uh, I, I do not want to be through the rest of this aisle. Mm -hmm. Just hacking up a lung in front of you. And it's mm -hmm. not the coughing or sneezing. It's the, it's the not covering. Yeah, you guys are on your game today. Those are another, another good, uh, two good, mo two more good answers out of you two Utes. Uh, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna go with Ben because I I'm just gonna go general the whole, you know, not wearing enough. Yeah. You know, just, j just not wearing enough is uncomfortable. How many beaches are I you think... going to for these? Have you seen this a lot in your life? Yeah. Thankfully, no. Yeah. Thankfully, no. <laughs> yeah. I think the answer with me, and I am not trying to be critical or judge anybody when I say this. I promise you I am not. The most uncomfortable, like, I think I've ever been in my life is when I was a waiter, and it happened two or three different times where there was a, a woman at the, at the table breastfeeding. <laughs> it is the most uncomfortable thing ever. Yeah. Um, just, again, you have every right to do it, and they're for the most part, covered up, whatever. But it's really uncomfortable. Would you feel Ma'am, the I same think way? there's something on you. Yeah, would you, <laughs> I think would you there's something the attached to you. Again, oh, yeah. I'm not trying Absolutely. to say that you shouldn't be allowed to do it. I'm not trying to tell you, go get in your car. Um, me, personally, I, I think that I would be not cool with my wife being as open with that, you know? I don't think I think my wife would be even less cool with it, but um, yeah, it's it's an awkward thing, awkward deal. Where is your manager? Because I'm about to tell him that some waiter walked up and said, you know, there's a bathroom stall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I I mean, again, it's your choice, it's your choice. I understand your your kid needs to eat too, so I don't know. It's just, I don't want him to feel left out. Oh, he's really. The problem is, like, on top okay, of it, so if, here's if they're, the... like, eating, like, boneless wings and now there's sauce <laughs> dropping on the kid's head, too, and, yeah. like... You know how, like, if you're talking to someone and they've got, like, a the bad pimple or whatever, you have a hard time not looking? Oh, yeah, the it's thing the in the teeth. Thing. It's the same thing when a lady's breastfeeding while you're standing above them. <laughs> it's awkward. Awkward. I could go with a bunch of them. Like the sound that people make when they're the the preparation for hawking a loogie. Yes, and that's part of that mine. noise. Yes. That noise right there is like that is the grossest thing ever. Mm -hmm. I don't care if we have been lost on a deserted island for six months. You still should not do that around me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Preach it. <laughs> whatever that Preach it. whatever that sound of you sucking snot through your your throat, through your nostrils, into your mouth, just stop it. It's the grossest thing ever. Just don't. Don't. Okay, so you're waiting a Especially table, right? if you were in a car with me or in a room with me. Do not make that noise. You're waiting at table right now. Let me lay out a situation oh, for gosh, you. Right. Uh, lady is now sitting breast to baby. Barbecue sauce on the baby's head from her still just like getting in on some ribs, right? Mm -hmm. And as you're like, you're like, uh, excuse, can, can, I, can I get you guys anything else, refills or anything? And you're just looking at the ceiling, looking everywhere. And then she starts to like 
say what she wants, and she's like, <laughs> What's Jamie's reaction? Does he just quit that day? Does he just walk out of the restaurant? Like, time card's punched out. It's I'm out. It's something to do with, yes, I understand you're an Aggie. <laughs> I'm sorry, I do... We've got another point to give away. I'm sorry I derailed this. Yes. I uh, I followed the shiny thing there. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, also, great answer from the guy giving questions over there. Yeah, that that's a... Oh, I'm uncomfortable thinking about it. That's the nastiest thing. <laughs> yes. Ma'am, you seem to have an infant attached to you. <laughs> it's the 100.7. Getting to the point. But taking the scenic route to get there, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Take versus take is up for grabs. It's a one-to-one stalemate. I have a point. Ben has a point. Jamie has a question. All right, question number three. If you could add a rule to any sport, what rule would you add? Hmm. So you can't you can't review for a penalty, which I think is foolish. Because of all the things that you go wishy washy kind of on, specifically for football uh, reviews that uh, I mean, you know, kind of frankly don't get overturned when they need to be. And I know there was the pass interference. Um, but just in general, like you can't go back and say, hey, that was a face mask when they missed it or they didn't. And they called a face mask. Um, I, I think if you're going to review something, you should be able to review every single aspect of a play. And it's kind of silly that we have that technology, but we're like, well, we didn't call that on the field. So help me out here, Clint. You watch more NBA than I do in the NBA. Can they review a foul call? No, can you challenge I, I, it? no, I don't. Because yeah. the WNBA, they can. Really? It's crazy. Wow. Yes. It is crazy. They're like, no, they're challenging that foul call. I've not, I've yet to see one overturned. I don't watch a ton of WNBA, but I watch a We're little sticking bit. Sticking to our guns. Yeah. Let's go to Gene Stesator. I, pro- I feel like so I saw that like five or six times and they never overturned it. Interesting. But it was the craziest thing. Yeah. Well, now I'm getting mixed up. Can you review charges? Can you challenge it or just review it? Challenge it? What well, makes sense? I don't know. I don't know. You shouldn't. I'll say this. This is the basic way to say this across every sport. If you're going to use replay technology, you should not have anything that holds you back from making the absolute correct call. Yeah. I think it's it, stupid. That's fine, except for you can't review everything. It, it'll bore people to death. And you got you have to have a so you have to have a limited number of times. Okay, so how about you can you, challenge everything? Yes, but because only then a you limited, have a limit. Only a limited number of times. Sure. Yeah. That's completely fair. Yeah. Completely fair. Yeah. But if we can go, yeah. but especially even then, like if it's if it's special case, if it's something obvious, like you have an obvious drop and they've called it an interception, and you're like, wait, up, oh, nope, nope, nope. New York told us if it's like a, I think you should still be able to do that if it was like mm-hmm. like a huge huge face mask where the guy's head got turned all the way around and some reason had a bad angle and they didn't call it like oh we thought he had the shoulder then you still should be able to me to go up oh, no boop, boop. Boop, boop. new york just called us and said we missed something and we're idiots mm-hmm. going to a review why even have it 
All right, Ben. So I kind of got a similar approach here. Challenge to a certain extent, but before we get to that, before we cross that bridge when we get there, I'd say either expand or shorten the zone in basketball since we're still in a basketball subject here. Expand, shorten, or challenge the zone where it's an automatic blocking foul and not a charge, mm. if that makes sense. Do you, do you follow what Ben's talking about? You know, they have the restricted zone right, right underneath the mm -hmm. rim. See, I think there are too many charges in basketball. Okay? Yeah, I think there it, are too many charge calls. Sure. Yeah. I would like to see athletes be allowed to play above the rim and be high flying. And even if you're not playing above the rim, you're fast and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, so the restricted zone being pushed out would give you a little bit more of that. Oh, man. If it was one way, I'd rather it see be pushed out. So you would like to have it expanded, that zone underneath mm -hmm. the rim and the paint expanded. I don't personally need it expanded, but if it was going to be one way or the other, I think it would need to be expanded. Yeah. Where more blocking fouls are called than charges. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like once you get inside the lane and you take off <laughs> and you jump in the air, man, that's, that's yeah. almost like there's no such thing as a charge at that point. And right? again, this is where I was saying this is why it's so hard to call that. Yeah. Because the timing of like when athletes can take off now. Yeah. And and more what would you say, ninety percent of charges are called five feet from the rim? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I I I mean I want those guys high flying, right? Mm -hmm. I, I want them making plays. I want it to be super athletic and fun. Man. And tr and also just try to protect the rim more. Like what what are we doing? Unless yeah. you're those bad boy Pistons teams from the late 80s, early 90s, you're just hitting people in midair. Yeah, but that would be a foul on them. I'm yeah. fine with that. That'd be fine. I'm Here comes that Lambeer clothesline. Mm -hmm. What a jerk. <laughs> Couldn't stand him. Fear the Lambeer. Lambeer. <laughs> okay, I'm going with Ben. I'm going with Ben on this one. That's a, it's a major upset because I really like to play Sanser. When Clint answered, I thought he had won the point. But that is one thing about... Suck it, suck it, suck it! That is one thing about basketball that I cannot stand. I, I, I would like so many charges to go away. Mm -hmm. I would like the charges to be cut way down. I mean, again, if, if a guy takes off trying to score, I feel like there's too many people just sliding underneath him. Mm -hmm. Okay, it and there's like, I'm not here to play defense. I'm here to take charges. That guy annoys me. Okay, he's a big part of basketball right now. Mm -hmm. That guy annoys me. I want somebody who's going to make plays on both ends of the floor, not take charges. I I want I guys. Bet, I bet those guys probably play pickleball. Oh my gosh! Hey, coming in on Tuesday. Four rackets, four yeah. pickleball rackets. It's great. It's you, great. You take you on. I was trying to walk into the club to play tennis today. To the club. To the club. Play tennis today. Hit the dance floor. And there's tennis. like one little walkway you got to go through. And I mean, like, <laughs> there's this sweet little old lady just walking, just little choppy steps. Stop, <laughs> choppy steps. Of course, 
you know, I grab the door, hold the door for her, little choppy steps. She's got a little pickleball racket there, and I'm like, prime candidate, prime candidate. Pickleball. One kind of athlete, different kind of athlete. Well, why are you pointing to me, buddy? <laughs> no, I wasn't Keep pointing. Your point. Put that point in the other I direction, was, I was sir. I talking about her compared to a tennis player. Uh-huh, all right, yeah, uh-huh. Because in your head, you were pointing towards me. And as you were pointing to the left, you were sliding in like a charge over to where your hand was going to collect the pickleball player, tennis ball player. Great that she's 80 and still active. That's How phenomenal. I hope when I'm 80, I'm playing pickleball too. hope so too. Yeah. Because we'll, we'll be starting this week, so no time like the present. You'll have right? a head start on me, Clint. Because <laughs> I won't start playing until I'm 75. Um, you know what would be funny? Just... Oh, by the way... So Ben wins the day. Yeah, congratulations, yeah. Ben. Man, it's a rough stretch for me. Yeah, I, I had that answer, and it was like I was up twenty-nine to nothing, and I went and took a nap at halftime and woke back up and <laughs> lost in overtime. Uh, <laughs> hate to see it. Uh, would be a really fun exercise, which again is fun to say the word exercise and pickleball in the same sentence. If you took a top ten pickleball player, like a legit top ten. No doubter, high talent, professional pickleball p player. And you took like a, I don't know, what's the lowest tennis ranking you can have and still be considered a professional tennis player? I don't know. There's guys that are ranked like, you'll see guys that are, oh, he's nationally, or he's, he's got a world ranking and his ranking's like 617 in the world. He's perfect. a professional tennis player. That like, guy is perfect. Dang. Yeah. We'll name him. I don't know, Johnny Chambers. Johnny Chambers, number 630 in the world, but has a ranking. And then old Phil Pickle Jr. over here, top 10 pickleball player. And you had them play each other in their sport, like how it would go. <laughs> Just to see. I Just to know. Okay. I mean, what's the tennis player's name again? I've already forgot. Jonathan. Yeah. Jonathan would crush Phil. He would be better at pickleball immediately than Phil would be at tennis. Right. That's what I would want to see. Yes. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would probably bet twice on the tennis guy on both yeah. sports. It would just be fun to know. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.